can we sit idly by? How can we watch this stuff? See, they don't have such complete control of information that we can't see the things that are happening right in front of our faces. We just have to know where to look. We have to know how to recognize what's actually happening. We have this new Republican Congress that's coming in with a 22 seats, which gives us, or I mean, 222 seats, which gives us a four-seat majority. I don't know, they, they keep recounting. It's impossible to tell with elections. We have this new Congress set to take control on the third. And they can control things like funding for the DOJ, for the FBI. They can put a stop to all of these shenanigans that are disgusting and detestable. And Mitch McConnell and the Senate Republicans are working with this lame duck Democrat Congress that's still in power until next month to force through all of their agendas. They're losing agendas, the agendas that the American people voted against in November. Now the Republicans that we've already elected our representatives in the Senate are working with these politicians that are on their way out because they were not reelected to force through an agenda that we did not vote for. And we're going to keep paying for it. Yes, we are. I saw a uh, political candidate I won't say who it was. Write a post on Twitter about how he would rather stop paying taxes and go to prison than to continue to fund this travesty that is the United States government. And that sentiment right there is exactly why we have 87,000 new IRS agents. To make sure That if you don't go along to get along, you will find yourself behind bars wishing that you had. And that's what they think. But what about you? Are they going to lock up everyone? And if we all stop paying our taxes... How are they going to afford to lock up everyone? How are they going to fund these private prisons to keep us all locked behind bars? How are they going to fund the federal police to come drag us out of our homes and throw us in the paddy wagon and take us down to jail to teach us a lesson for voicing our distaste? And how this government is operating. You don't often get to hear hear about the power of the people. 
In fact, what you hear most often is how the people are going to be executed because they decided that they were going to speak out against the tyranny of their government. I think it was the uh, Iranian parliament that voted unanimously to execute 15,000 protesters that weren't down with the Iranian authoritarianism. But I don't even know if I can trust that story. It could all be manufactured to justify some kind of military intervention in the Middle East again. But the New World Order absolutely does want to strike fear into the hearts of the protesters and potential protesters. They need to discourage dissent and discourage dissidents. And that's why they want to hurt Elon Musk. Because we see what a tool of the New New World Order Twitter had become. And more is coming out about all of the COVID propaganda. So we have that to look forward to. We can see now how valuable Twitter was to the globalist elite. And why now they're doing things like sending people to attack his family. Yes, this was the reason behind a bunch of the journalist suspensions. I mean, everybody, I mean, we're talking about horrible, hateful, in my opinion, in my opinion, intelligence operate, uh, operatives disguised as journalists, masquerading as journalists. The people like Taylor Lorenz, I mean, the worst of the worst, have been banned on Twitter and good riddance. Although I don't agree with the censorship. I don't know, where, where do you come down on doxing? If someone leaves a terrible Yelp review, that business could have protesters outside the next day or within hours. Now, maybe you wouldn't call that doxing, but I mean, what's, what's, what's the real difference there? There's a lot of information that's publicly available that could be used to do harm to someone. So if you're on social media posting that information and inciting people to do violent things to that person or that organization, should you be banned from social media? It's a difficult conversation, isn't it? It's taking steps to censor people that has brought us to this place to begin with. When you start silencing people, when do you stop silencing people? 
maybe an appro- a more appropriate resolution would be stopping the information from becoming widely accessible by the public. Maybe we should stop publishing flight manifests on the same day these people are flying. Is that super necessary? Maybe we should stop putting everybody's address all over the internet. Maybe we can protect people's privacy without banning people from the internet. Maybe we can stop making excuses to censor people and start taking action in other ways. I mean, remember when they told us that we shouldn't be putting information online? You know how whenever you go to some online store and you start your checkout process, it says, oh, all this information is private. You don't have to worry about people seeing your address. Maybe we could start criminalizing the behavior that makes that information so widely available to everyone. I always get really, I mean, maybe it's a pet peeve. I personally believe that you shouldn't be asking someone to change their behavior before you've done things to mitigate the impact that their behavior has on you. If you're stopped in traffic and somebody is listening to their music really loud in the car next to you, roll your windows up. Don't ask them to turn it down. Don't ask someone else to inconvenience themselves to preserve your comfort. What is that? That's being a dick. Don't ask people to change their behavior to accommodate you. You change your behavior. You leave the area. You do whatever you can do to make yourself happy without asking somebody else to make themselves less happy to accommodate you. What are you, a prick? There is a lot of ground to be covered between me making you uncomfortable and you doing things to make yourself more comfortable. Before it infringes on anything that I'm doing. Why can't we go back to a mute button and a block button on social media and everyone can say whatever they want? In the true spirit of the First Amendment. There's these alternate social media platforms now. They've been going on for a few years, you know, when the establishment started banning people for COVID misinformation, etc. And one of the, the content moderators, maybe the only content moderator, put out a statement that said, hey, quit whining about people saying things that you don't like because I'm not going to do anything about it. 
If you don't like it, use the block button and move on with your life. And this is where the saga with Elon Musk takes over. Because it began with Elon Musk trying to satisfy advertisers. It's the the same behavior as politicians. The advertisers told Elon Musk if he wasn't going to maintain strict content moderation practices that they weren't going to advertise on his little social media platform anymore. And that was what happened at the beginning with all of the, oh, we're going to put this team together to discuss content moderation and we'll base our bans and our suspensions based on what this content moderation team comes up with. Well, then the advertisers pulled their ads anyway and bye-bye went the content moderation team. So now we have Twitter operating on a skeleton crew with King Elon basically being the arbiter of justice. And now all the censored leftist journalists are crying about free speech and it's friggin' beautiful. How's it taste? Not great. My old, uh, my old podcast Twitter page that was banned permanently has been released back into the wild. (laughs) I should probably delete it. I don't know. Go. I have no problem leaving it up either. It's my president elect. She (laughs) parody account. It's kind of fun to read some of the old tweets, but in response to the newfound freedom on Twitter, Elon and his family are being threatened and personal information about the travels of his private jet were published, which led to someone attacking Elon's son in a car on the way from the airport. So the people that participated in that are serving permanent bans. And deservedly so, I think. Because some of them, I mean, Taylor Lorenz is just a blight on humanity. I mean, how can I, how can I put it any differently? She's a terrible person. She's horrible. And now, now maybe there's some difference between Taylor Lorenz in real life versus who Taylor Lorenz portends to be on social media and in her writings. But why would any why would anyone want that person representing them? Why would anyone even pretend to believe in the things that she writes about? She's a scourge on humanity. Completely devoid of con- of conscience or authenticity, just a horrible awful individual that delights in the suffering of others. I don't, I don't know what I want for her. You know, I want her to learn her lesson. I want her to 
take on a path of redemption. An apology tour. Something like that. And then she can work at Nordstrom's for a few years. She can live the life of a real person. And then maybe make a return to journalism at some point. And her her first article can be something like what I learned as a real person. What I learned in customer service. What I, what I learned working retail through the holidays. I learned what it felt like to be absolutely humiliated as a human being. And I had no one to cry to. No one cared. No one cared that my job was awful. No one cared that people were treating me terribly. And I just had to go home to my cat's every evening and cry in my Hungry Man TV dinners. Because you know Taylor Lorenz gets down on some Hungry Man, some chicken fingers. But I suspect that it's people like Taylor Lorenz who are calling the shots for our government today. I think that's why people like Taylor Lorenz have been able to rise to these positions of prominence. Because somebody else is in control here. It's not us. It's certainly not our politicians. They're the gophers. They're following orders. And it makes me wonder where the military sits in all of this. Because with all of the drama in Brazil over the alleged fraudulent election that happens around the same time as our own, it would seem that the military has intervened and installed Jair Bolsonaro as the president. There's a weird fog of war surrounding that story, and and understandably so. The New World Order doesn't want the serfs to realize that they could rise up against their government and that the military might side with the citizens. And suddenly the citizens would be able to appoint their own leader. Is that not painfully evident? We're not being allowed to choose anymore. And if somehow we do manage to conduct a fair election, the powers that be are going to ram through their agenda down our throats to make sure that it becomes harder and harder for us to do so. But it's popping off in Arizona. Things are happening. And I mean, I'll get into it on the next show. I just can't, I can't be hopeful. I want, I so, I so badly want to be hopeful. But how can you, I mean, look look what happened in 2020. 
And look what was done to rectify that process. Nothing. Nothing was done. You take this illegitimate government, you give them control of the Department of Justice, and here we are two years later. With less freedom than we've ever had in this country. And we're, we're supposed to believe, I'm, I'm supposed to believe that we're going to vote our way out of this. Do you think an illegitimate government is going to leave a door open to lose control? Hell no. If you believe that, you need to get your friggin' head examined. You better stand up. You better open your eyes. You better pay attention to what's going on. Or your kids are going to be growing up in a vassal state of the CCP. I'll be back. Goodbye.